There's not a person alive who couldn't benefit from having more self-love. In this episode, episode 61 of our Love Made Easy podcast, we're talking about healthy versus unhealthy self-love and how to have more of the life you want. Hi, we're Susie and Otto Collins from SusieandOtto.com and welcome to the Love Made Easy podcast where we believe no one should have to struggle to have the love they want. Love is unlimited and it's already inside you waiting to be released and fully expressed. We believe nothing is more important than love and in this podcast and all the podcast episodes we released, we're all about helping you open to having all the love you could ever want and helping you let go of any limitations that keep you from experiencing love as fully, deeply, and completely as possible. And now, here's today's episode of Love Made Easy. So, Otto, just to kick off this uh, very, very interesting topic of self-love, I want to bring out a question that um, a person in our circle asked. Uh, She said, well, he had too much self-love. Talking about somebody she knows? Somebody she knew that he was controlling and he um, was trying to manipulate and she called that too much self-love and that just opened up a whole lot of discussion between the two of us and uh, so I just wondered what you thought about too much self-love well first of all I don't know that a person can have too much self-love and then the next question I would have in regard to our friend that you're talking about I do remember that conversation a little bit and what strikes me is that, you know, the things that she was talking about, I wouldn't call those things self-love. Yeah. Uh, selfishness, um, I think, kind of falls into that. But what what we wanted to clarify in this, in this podcast is really what self-love is and what it can be. And, you know, we named it healthy and unhealthy self-love. Well, really there's no unhealthy self-love because all of these things that our friend was talking about these came from fear and not love yeah that's what i was going to bring up because i i'm reminded of there's a there must there's a famous quote from marianne williamson and this is a quote that uh, I had heard her talk about. Of course, Marianne Williamson is, of course, the woman who ran for president in the year 2020. And she's also very well known in spiritual and metaphysical circles and really famous for a book called A Return to Love that was, I don't know, 25 or 30 years ago now. But the quote that I wanted to bring up was that when Marianne said that Everything we do is either an act of love or an act of fear. And people do an awful lot of things under the guise of self-love that are really acts of fear. They, they originate from fear. Is that what you're saying? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then so the actions come from these fearful thoughts that uh, a person's believing. 
So somebody has a thought. They believe this thought. The thought is a fearful thought. The thought is, it, it, I mean, I'm going to go. I'm going to go totally ridiculous. Okay, totally ridiculous here, because this will illustrate the example. Somebody uh, is totally craving potato chips. There's half a bag of chips left in the house, and they go and hide the potato chips so nobody else in the house gets the potato chips. Mm. Okay. Now you might say that because they love potato chips so much that that was an act of self love. Mm -hmm. But really, if you're going to start hiding the potato (laughs) chips so that nobody else can get them, it's, it's really an act of fear, even though it's based on self love. I'm going to get these potato chips and nobody else is going to have them. I'm going to save them for myself. I'm going to eat them at the perfect time, all that kind of stuff. But it's really based and born out of fear. Okay. So what is self-love then? Self-love is... Well, I'm going to say what it's not, and I'm going to hopefully out of that form some kind of a definition (laughs) in this moment for what it is. Well, I think we are, we come from the factory with love. We are created by our creators in his or her likeness, meaning we're totally awesome. We're totally amazing. We're totally perfect. We're, we're totally in alignment with the great creator, the great oneness. Whatever name you want to give for he, she, or it that created all of this that we find ourselves in called the human earth school or this universe. And what happens is we do things all the time to make ourselves feel like we're separate, we're not as good, we're not as loved, we're not worthy, we don't deserve, Mm -hmm. all of those kind of things. We're not as good as somebody else. All of that. Mm -hmm. Self-love is acknowledging the truth. Self-love is building yourself up to really see the truth of who you really are. You are an infinite being of love and light and goodness and wonderfulness. It's just that we forget this and we forget who we really are. And just to clarify, I don't think it's building ourselves up. I think it's remembering. I totally agree. Totally agree. Just remembering who we truly are. And and to just give you uh, maybe a relationship example because you know we we do talk a lot about relationships that self an example of self-love can be setting a a loving boundary and not reacting from anger with the other person but really loving yourself enough to know I, you know, that's not something that I want to do or should do or whatever. Um, but I still love you and um, it's a no for me. 
And it can be a loving boundary. That, to me, is is self-love. And it can also be a self-love, be self-love, not hanging on to a lot of anger that you've carried for years and years and years. Um, I, I've been talking with a woman who um, her husband had... Um, he he had confessed to something that happened 40 years ago and something that she just cannot forget. It was a, a cheating incident. She can't forget it, and she's holding on to a lot of anger. And self-love can be loving yourself enough to start looking at what's here right now instead of hanging on to what happened in the past. So I want to bring up something about what you just said and throw a new wrinkle in it a little bit because I think it's important. And it's uh, choice. Mm, yeah. We talk a lot about choice yeah, in this well, podcast. We, we? we really do. Mm-hmm. And when you're talking about the difference between unhealthy and healthy self-love, one of the things we're really talking about is we're talking about your choice about where your focus, your attention, and your decisions about your thinking fall. Mm. So if I have a thought that I believe and I've made a, de- I've made a decision, I've made a choice that, well, I'm not worthy. I'm. I don't deserve to make more money. We'll use that as an example. Mm-hmm. We've made that up. It's a choice to see that that how much you money you make or anything like that in the outside world, that's just made up. So it doesn't matter whether you make. a year or $30 million a year about your worth as a human being. Mm -hmm. Now you get to live in different places in the world. If you, but you know, if you make $300 (laughs) a year or 30 million, now Mm -hmm. that's the only difference Mm -hmm. is it doesn't mean that you're worth more or worth less only when you tell yourself that, and you believe it. So what you're saying is to pay attention to what you tell yourself and what you believe. Self-awareness is mm-hmm. the I think is the master key mm-hmm. to this. And can you describe what you think self-awareness is to you? Self-awareness is becoming aware of your habitual thinking and becoming aware even of the way you see things in the moment, the way you see life, the way you see other people in your life, the way you see yourself, and how that plays into the life that you want to create. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Uh, you know, past coaching clients that I've worked with have seen that, oh, wait a minute. I'm doing this to myself. I'm carrying a lot of anger about something that happened in the past. And 
I can look at that and see that it's not self-love. It's not, it's not being kind to me to do that because it causes physical problems. Uh, definitely can, it can cause those. And it's, it is pausing, like you said, becoming self-aware of what you're focused on and what what you want to carry into the present moment into the future making that choice we go back to choice that's that's self love so what about so looking at the unhealthy part for just a moment what if susie what if unhealthy self-love is any thought that takes you away from what's true yes and from the thought comes action definitely um because you first have to have that thought even if you're not aware of it even if you're not aware of these thoughts that oh i don't deserve to you know live here or do this or whatever you're telling yourself just becoming aware of oh that's what I'm telling myself I think that's been the magic for coaching clients for for myself is oh that's what I'm telling myself why I reacted in the way I reacted it's how you see the moment it's how you see yourself it's how you see situations there have been things that have happened in my life that once they happened i made a decision about what that meant mm-hmm. and i lived from that place you and i have susie have been you know relationship coaches for a long time and we have heard it over and over again People have said things to us like, well, all men are, Mm -hmm. and you just fill in the blank with all men are, all women are. And then once you've made a a decision, a determination about the way all men are, then you live from that place. So when it comes back to the self-love piece, same thing happens. You start making things about yourself true and untrue. When, as I see it, the only thing that could be true is you are pure love. You're made from love. You Mm. are the essence of love. Otherwise, our creator wouldn't have plopped us down on this thing called earth and said, okay, you have fun here in earth school. Mm. (laughs) <laughs> yeah i i think you know just looking at what i've learned over the past i don't know 50 years 60 years i don't know and especially the the 20 some years that you and i have spent together is uh self-love for me is being more honest with myself about what i wanted about what um, what I I was thinking about myself of my motivations, um, but it's it's actually 
having the courage to ask for what I want and um, all you know somebody else may have a different definition of self-love but that to me has been the biggest I think of uh, and I, I keep checking in with myself all the time it's easy to fall back into old habits but to okay what is it that I want and my honesty will actually be more connecting than if I just agree to something that I don't really want or if I try to please somebody in a way that doesn't ring true for me well what I hear you saying is you know there may have been times there may have been moments where you would be tempted yeah definitely you would be tempted to turn yourself into some kind of emotional pretzel. Oh, what do you want? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and what you're finding is that may satisfy you in, for a very short period of time, mm-hmm. very briefly. Mm-hmm. But true self-love and true true love of another mm-hmm. or true love of your situation or true love of life Honesty, you're finding, from what you're saying, <laughs> mm-hmm. is really important. Yeah, yeah, for me. Emotional honesty is really important for me to kind of go beneath what's there on the surface and go beneath to my motivations. And I'm much better at it now, much, much better. Um, but you talk about healthy and unhealthy self-love and Unhealthy self-love could be this um, uh, over-dependence on someone's opinion of me or uh, wanting to please them so much that I ignore myself. I want to throw another piece in there that I think a lot of people struggle with. And I'm no expert on addictions, but I will tell you that from my own experience and from what I've seen with coaching clients and so forth, that anybody struggling with any kind of addiction, that is just their attempt in the moment to be okay. Mm -hmm. And one of those ways that we try to be okay and and feel like we have more self-love is through the the ways that we try to get it. Mm-hmm. My mother, as an example, <laughs> is a champion guilt trip thrower. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. I would consider that to be an unhealthy way of attempting to get love. Mm-hmm. So that's a, that's in the external world, but in the internal world. She, along with everybody else, has these stories about what it means to, uh, you know, what you have to do in order to have more love, more more self-love. Mm. Could be something as simple as, I'm going to go to the, to the uh, beauty salon and get my hair done because that is an, uh, that is an example of self-love. Mm-hmm. If I don't go to the beauty salon, you know, and I'm, it, you know, this could be the way she thinks. I don't know. I haven't talked to her about this, but it seems that that may be one of the ways. 
We all have these ways. For me, it's when I'm when I'm unhealthy in my self-love, it could play out as something as simple as maybe just one more live Bruce Springsteen and the E Street Band album. <laughs> you know, if I that would be true self-love if I mm-hmm. got one more of those, knowing full well that we have, I don't know, 25 or 30 of these mm-hmm. recordings already. Well, and stopping at uh, the, the fried chicken place. Could be. Mm-hmm. Could be. When you know that that's probably not the... Versus a nice, delicious, healthy salad. <laughs> and, and it plays out differently for sure, every single sure. person. What healthy versus unhealthy self-love is mm-hmm. and and going back to the motivation and and is it from fear or is it from genuine love it, and it also could be just uh it could be lack of self-awareness mm-hmm. i mean healthy versus unhealthy self-love could play out something as simply as being early for appointments and being on time versus being late all the time. Mm-hmm. I mean, it could just be that's that's the way you do things. And it could be that for you, an example might be, oh, it's going to feel more loving if I'm on time for appointments from now on. Mm. Yeah, so so it could be all kinds of things that we're talking about and how this plays out in relationships is that if you are motivated by fear instead of love then everything's going to be colored by trying to um, get your way in a way that uh, could you know really harm the relationship if it's coming from fear One of the questions I like to ask is, why am I doing this? Mm -hmm. Love that question. Really getting in touch with the why behind the what. Mm -hmm. And sometimes there may there may not need to be a reason why you're doing something. But if there's a question in your mind about whether it's, healthy self-love or unhealthy self-love that is a great question to start with and deep listening to what is it that i want in this moment deep deep listening and you'll be you'll be directed you know like um one woman i talked with she said she was just really, really tired, but she had all this work, housework to do and all this, you know, work that she had to get done. And I said, well, what would be um, self-love to you in this moment? And she said, just to take a nap. Mm. And you know what that brings up for me kind of in closing is that if you tune into yourself you and everybody else always knows exactly what would be a really good example of self-love. Mm-hmm. 
It's just that most of the time. The shoulds rain. The shoulds <laughs> rain and we don't look for what, you know, and, and we're not willing to ask ourselves, what would be a really good way I could show myself self-love in this moment? Most of the time we don't do it. We can and we should. If we do, if we'll take the chance and just slow it down and ask the question, what could I do that would be a better way, a better example of more self-love? I think the answer is always going to come. Thanks for listening to the Love Made Easy podcast. If you have a question for us, or you'd like to have a private conversation with one of us about how you can have more love in your life, or how you can remove the blocks to creating more of anything you want in your life, just visit our website at suzyandotto.com and click on the link at the bottom of the website that says contact, and then fill out the contact form there and let us know what question you have, or that you'd like to have a no-charge conversation. On our website, we have a ton of free resources for you to explore. You'll find hundreds of free articles, videos, podcasts, and if you want to go deeper in our work, we have books, programs, courses, and you can also work with us one-on-one. It's all described on our website at suzyandotto.com. Again, thanks for listening to the Love Made Easy podcast. If you liked what you heard here, please recommend us to your friends, family, and co-workers, and we would totally love it if you'd leave a review, especially on Apple or iTunes, because your feedback and review is what will help others know that it's not only a good podcast and you've enjoyed it, but also it helps us be found in these podcast directories like Apple and iTunes. Thanks again for listening. Blessings and love to you. Susie and I look forward to talking with you again soon. Take care.